Good morning on this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Think about this this morning. And thank you for joining us. Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 1, as we continue on the same theme that we've been for a few days. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to every purpose. Now, think about in our lives, everything that we've got to do, everything that takes place. I use the word everything because there's always a thing. It doesn't matter what it is, but that thing requires a season and requires a time. Timing and seasons are very important because they were ordained of God from the very beginning. And when we take this thought and put it up to think about the church, the timing of the church of Jesus Christ. So I'm not just talking about an individual group, uh, uh, a building, but I'm talking about the body of Christ worldwide, the church of Jesus Christ that is that is made up of every individual and every believer that from when God started through Jesus Christ and his sacrifice on the cross, every believer that has believed on him has been born again and has continued in the faith until either they died uh, or we get raptured up, has at one point or another had to make decisions throughout his life, day after day, week after week, month after month, that require both timing and seasons. Well, for the Church of Jesus Christ, if we miss our timings and seasons, we also, just like as individuals, will be out of place. So it is important for the Church of Jesus to function as a whole. And of course, uh, we had learned from Paul in the book of Ephesians in chapter 4 yesterday and the day before on Sunday concerning the importance of what God gave as gifts to the body to help perfect it, to help to bring it to maturity, to help per, uh, prepare it so that it could do the work of the ministry. So let's, let's look at some of these things once again. It says, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and a time to dance. So that means we can be out of timing, both in mourning and in dancing. We can either be behind or we can be ahead. But there is a specific time for that to be done. There's a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get a time to loose. Now, let's think about this one. There is a time that we should get something that that is needed in our lives, and there's a time to let go of things. If, if, if we were to take forgiveness as an example, there is a time to receive forgiveness, and there is a time to let it go, give forgiveness in people's lives a time to keep 
a time to cast away, a time to rent, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, and a time to speak. Consider Jesus that as he was led as a, as a lamb to the slaughter, he opened not his mouth. But yet at times when they asked him questions, he would just keep silent. Examples of when he wrote on the ground. And then there was a time to speak. He said, let him that uh, has no sin, let him cast the first stone. So all of these things are very important. As simple as they may be, a simple little thing in our lives. A time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, a time of peace. The Bible says this is one of the characteristics of those that love God, those that fear God, those that walk after Him, and they hate sin. So there is a time to hate. There is a time to hate. There is also a time to love. There's a time for war, and there is a time for peace. If we do not understand timing in our lives, the profit or the benefit of walking in it is going to also be missed. So, Ecclesiastics chapter 3 verse 9. So, what profit has he that worketh in wherein he laboreth? Of what benefit is it or of what good is it if we do something or we're doing something and that thing is out of time? Uh, let's say uh, lunch hour at a restaurant is filled to capacity at a restaurant when all the individuals come to eat for lunch. But you decide that, well, you know, you're going to wait till 12 midnight before you start making lunch and preparing and having people come in and work. Well, when those people come in, there's going to be nobody there. There's not going to be any food prepared for them. So, even though you may do a thing, in this case, let's say they were doing the cooking or whatever, but nobody was going to be there to eat, then the timing is wrong. Of what profit is it for them to do that if the timing is wrong? Well, the same thing for the church. If the church of Jesus Christ, or as we as believers or as individuals, do a thing, and it's out of timing with what God wants to do, what God desired to do, what God had planned to do in a certain place, in a certain city, in a certain home, in a certain family, in a certain nation, and we miss that timing, then that becomes very crucial. So it's important to be able to know when, when to move forward, when to stand still, when to do, when not to do. So in this case, what profit does that person have that does something wherein he laboreth if he is out of time in his life on those things? So finding our time is essential. And this is where the work of the Holy Spirit comes in into individual lives and into the body of Christ corporately as a church so that we move properly 
we function unitedly. That when we're taking a step forward, we make sure that each leg is doing its work. Each foot is doing its work. Every part of the body is operating and functioning in the timing. Can you imagine uh, the toes and the, and the feet uh, deciding they don't want to move and yet the leg does? Uh, we're going to have a difficult time coordinating our steps. Let's look at another, another part in Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verse 10. I have seen the travail which God has given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. Chapter 3, verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Sometimes we say, boy, did I make a mess of things. Okay, so then if it's a mess and it wasn't beautiful, then it had to be out of time. It had to be out of time with what God had planned and or desired for that individual's life or for whatever that individual church in a city or for the body of Christ as a whole. But the whole body is not missing it. But there are parts that can and are missing it. So he has made everything. God has made everything beautiful, not in our time, but in his time. He also, he has set the world in their hearts so that no man can find out the work of God maketh from the beginning to the end. Now, this is beautiful because if we look at a couple of translations on this, God is the one that has not only planned out the thing, he has planned out the time for it. Therefore, the need for the revelation, the enlightenment, the guidance, the teaching of the Holy Spirit to the body of Christ, to the individual church, to the individual at home, to be able to know where he is at or where they are standing. It says in the same uh, verse, Ecclesiastes 3.11, God, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has, he has also set eternity in, the, in their hearts so that no man can find out the work that God makes from the beginning to the end. In other words, we don't know these things. And as we had learned before, angels desire to look into the plan of God. Even the principalities and the, of the powers of the air, they also get to know what it is that God is doing and accomplishing through the manifold wisdom and revelation that the church is bringing forth. And that is how an individual life also. See, before we came to Christ, we were walking in darkness. But when the revelation of light came, all of a sudden, we understood the need for salvation, the need for forgiveness, the need to repent, the need to come to God, the need to serve Him, the need to fear Him, the need to have our lives transformed. That was not a new revelation. It's the same revelation that has existed that God from the very beginning since man fell has wanted to accomplish in him, but it was hid. But the moment that it is unveiled to our spiritual eyes and our ears and our heart, 
then we begin to comprehend the need for God in our lives. And God has put that desire in us. It's an eternal desire to want to love him, to want to serve him, to want to seek him, to want to be with him. But in our minds, we don't understand the plan as to how, as to why, as to when, as to where. And the need for the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the individual believer and the church body as a whole. There's nothing new under the sun. It's just as it is revealed and unveiled to us. What was unveiled and revealed to the apostles 2,000 years ago is being unveiled and revealed today only that it was hid because the timing was wrong for some of us. The timing was not there and the need for the perfect timing to be God's timing required us to be at the place, at the time, and even with the people that were going to be needed to accomplish whatever needed to be done. It says, continuing on the uh, same translation, uh, Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says, God makes everything happen at the right time. Yet none of us can ever fully understand all he has done. He puts questions in our minds about the past and the future. See, so here it is, knowing, knowing what to do in every decision that we make. Having the Word of God and having the Holy Spirit guide us step by step, moment by moment. In the life of Jesus, all you have to do is look at Him. Read the four Gospels and understand how he would constantly say, my hour is not yet come. It's not time for me to say this. It's not time for me to do this. It's not time for me to go here or go there or be here or be there. He understood the importance of that. And then finally, he says, the hour that the Son of Man be glorified is come. Or the hour that the prince of this world uh, uh, come, but he has nothing on me. He can't touch me. So Jesus comprehended in John chapter 12. It talks about uh, Jesus was the seed that was going to be buried in the ground, literally. And because that seed had its timing... He said, if it's not put in the ground, it abides alone. But if, it, if it's put into the ground, then it bringeth forth much fruit. And he did. He died, he was crucified, he was buried. And we are the fruit of the result of those actions and that timing. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination as we continue on Wednesday morning. Join us uh, reading that it is God that makes everything beautiful in his time, not just in his time, but in the right time. Until then, the Lord richly bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.